0: I'm Jordan Miller, and this is the Live Beyond Average Podcast. Everybody, thanks for jumping in today's podcast. Hey, we cover some really cool stuff in today's podcast. I sit down with Austin Kiergaard and we cover many different ways that you can deload while you are training a very important training method to help you continue to get progress. We also end up falling into how you can actually help deload your life and give some great, tangible ways to help you there as well. Enjoy.
1: What is going on, everybody? Uh, I am with Uh, Jordan Miller of Run The Gun today, and we wanna talk about something a little different. We normally talk about how to approach life, motivation, stuff like that, but we wanna start throwing some training and some nutrition into into it as well, because that's our passion, and and we have a lot of people that we both work with and people that have questions, and so, Jordan, we're at a specific time right now of the year where people get sick, the weather is still really beautiful out, but it's getting a little colder, so you hear about some aches and pains, um, I mean, why don't you talk about what, what do you see with a lot of clients that you work with? Cause you work with a lot of athletes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some things that you see happening right now with people like, like in so, how they're approaching their training regimens?
0: Sure. Yeah. So for me, obviously a, a huge majority of the athletes I'm working with are people that are prepping to go on hunts. Yep. Um, and, but they're, but they're also people that they're not just training for hunts. They're training to live a healthy life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do consider them athletes because, you know, as, as our tagline says, and, every, and each of us a hunter and every yes. hunter an athlete, right? Yep. And so, you know, the biggest thing is, is you know, a lot, of, a lot of my clients, a lot of my people, and a lot of just people in that industry are trained very hard from spring, very hard through summer. Yep. And they're hitting the fall. They're starting these hunts right now because a lot mm-hmm. of this, the early seasons start September 1st. Yep. Um, and a lot of the training can actually start falling off. Which at the beginning, a little less training is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, the body kind of needs a little bit of a break. Um, but then from there, it's just what I do with a lot of my clients is finding a great balance in their week to still maintain strength, maintain conditioning. Yep. Uh, through maybe some of their busy and rigorous hunting schedules. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you know the number of days per week might change a little bit on how much they're they're training. Gotcha. Yep. Uh, our our style of training will we'll vary a little bit like we just and we just exited our 40 days out program mm-hmm. that led up to September 1st so it was very rigorous with with a lot of conditioning and a lot of strength combination yep. um, a little bit like our undulated style that we had done it we we have trained in the past mm-hmm. but probably a little bit more conditioning yep. than typical um, and so from that like now we just entered more of like a metabolic conditioning phase mm-hmm. where we can hammer a three day interval really hard okay. with some metabolic conditioning. Yep. Um, it's short, doesn't take up a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, one really big strength day that's no conditioning, Yep. really big strength day. Within those Metcons throughout the week, there is some strength movements. Mm-hmm. So we're maintaining strength, maintaining yep. conditioning, but utilizing less time throughout the week to do so.
1: How long, so you mentioned that you guys just got done with your, your 40 day programming. <clears throat> How long since people are now approaching the hunting season You've now went from let's say, and I'm just speaking in terms of your, maybe five days a week down to three days, so you can be a little mm-hmm. more efficient with your time because people are out in the fields. How long do you do that for? How long do you go
0: now three days a week? Like, you know, yeah, September first so, is the beginning. So where do you go through till? Yeah. yeah, so it's like the three days. It's actually, I mean, three days of metcon, one day of strength was four, okay. four days. Plus, you yeah. know, I, I do count a fifth day because we do just an active recovery with mobility and yep. things like that. So there is a, you know, a fifth day in there, um, that is actually five days structured, but. You know, that's going to be about a six-week training cycle right okay. there. Yep. Um, within that week, uh, we throw in a deload week. Gotcha. Yep. Um, and that's something that I've really found for myself, and I know you utilize mm-hmm. um, extremely I a do. lot because you do yeah. so much strength. Yes. Um, I've utilized and I've learned to utilize just as – it's something that advanced athletes, advanced lifters, mm-hmm. uh, people that have been in the game for a long time desperately need. Um, and so I've really utilized that over the last year and a half to two years starting to utilize a load week and it's crazy how how much better my body feels consistently yep. and how much progress I can continue to make because yep. I do so when I was younger I dude I just trained, train, 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 train. That's a common thing. I did
1: the same thing.
0: Yeah. Um, do you, I, so tell me how do you utilize your deload week? Do you
1: utilize one? I do. I utilize a deload week about every six weeks, sometimes yep. eight weeks as well. I used to uh, prolong it a little bit longer when back when we were doing a lot more undulating type of programming. Um, same thing though, uh, m- my life is uh, change a little bit for the good, and things have gotten busier. Um, and so, I have changed my how I do my things, and now it's about every six weeks is when I do a, a deload week. And the way that I do the week is because uh, I think there's some different approaches, and I'd like to get your opinion on this too. Yeah, um, is I still train heavy, but I, I usually reduce my sets because okay. I used to when I used to do it, I used to drop the weight a little bit and then just to kind of feel better, but then I had noticed when I came back trying to go back from that deload my strength had, had dropped. And that kind of makes sense because I'm not as adaptive to that weight anymore. I had dropped a specific percentage of weight. Um, so what I have found that works really well for me is still utilizing the heavy weight that I was maybe prior, like two weeks prior, but I'm not doing as many sets. So maybe I was doing four or five sets of that specific weight. Now I'm only doing two. Okay. And I have felt that my body recovers a lot better. My strength is still there relatively uh, compared to um, what it was previous. And, and it just, uh, things seem to go a lot better. I have less injuries, less aches and pains. I mean, there's gonna be some stiffness here and there because you are training with, you know, a heavy load and that's not gonna ever disappear if you ever wanna train heavier. It's just, it's not, it's part of the thing. That's why doing things that you were doing, the active recovery is a very, very important thing to do. So I have just, uh, I have felt a lot better and I honestly have not felt as this strong ever. So,
0: you know, and so, austin mentioned utilizing that decreasing in the amount of sets he does for his deload week mm-hmm. and so basically what a deload week is doing a lot of people will utilize it on like on a periodized structure they might have three weeks of you know increased volumes and a fourth week being their deload week or a yeah, fifth yeah. or six week or yes. also talk eight weeks so depending on whatever your interval is so austin used the example of decreasing his amount of sets he utilized that week but keeping his weight High. Yeah. So there's a, actually a ton of different variables, variables that people can use. That's one of them. Yep. Another one is people will keep their sets the same, but they'll decrease their rep, the amount of repetitions they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can you can play or play around with how many reps you're doing. You can play around with how many sets you're doing. You can play around with the weight that's being loaded. Yep. Um, and so all of those things and a combination of them. You might yeah. do less sets with less weight. Yep, yeah, right? that's totally. Um, some people actually utilize a deload week by not training at all. You know, and yeah. so like I'll consider um, when I'm gone for a hunt for four or five days, mm-hmm. I will consider that a deload because I'm still out hiking, being active. Yep. A lot of those things are pretty rigorous actually. Yeah. Um, and so my body feels really good that I'm not you know, necessarily moving weight. Yep. You know, I, I recover very well and then I come back mm-hmm. feeling really good. Um, I personally, when I'm just training, I don't like to do nothing right. for a week. I don't really like to do that typically. So that's one method I really don't utilize unless it's for a hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people even utilize, de- uh, do deload weeks where they they just act, absolutely train uh, change up their training style. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing nothing, they'll actually like Go do some yoga. Yeah. Go do a class. Right. Uh, you know, we've do some done direct, a, mobility do direct mobility work. Direct mobility work. Me and you have done. we actually we just kind of like bro out. Yeah. And just have fun and do yep. something random because it's 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 not only we talk about the recovery of the body. Yeah. But it's a big time mind huge recovery mind too. It's huge. So so big time with the neuromuscular system, letting that mm-hmm. neural system recover as well because yep. you are breaking that down. You are when you're training heavy. And then just the mentality—if you're a very structured person—to just let loose and go out on.
1: Yeah, because people forget. Uh, and I mean, if you're an athlete, because we got i think we gotta separate this real quick. If you're an athlete, yeah, you're definitely. training for something specific. You have a specific goal, so your mindset is is set on that goal. Now you. Obviously, if you're training for that goal, you're having fun. That's why you're doing the goal. Yep. So that's the key here. I think what people forget is that they just feel like they have to be in the gym all the time, they start to lose that fun. And if they're not training for a specific goal, whether it's I uh, I don't know, CrossFit competition, powerlifting competition, a marathon, hunt, marathon, marathon whatever. if they're triathlon. not training for a specific thing, they start to lose sight of the fun. Now they're like, well I was doing this program and I've been doing it forever and ever and it works and now I'm just, I feel like I'm stalling, I feel like I'm tired, I feel like I don't see the results, I'm bored, I just don't wanna to go to the gym. That's kind of a clear sign that you might need a deload or just to switch
0: something up. And we call that a plateau. Yeah. right. You hear that term very frequently, plateauing. Yeah. Um, And a lot of times that is caused from continual um, training in very long durations Mm -hmm. without training style change change ups and without deloads.
1: Yeah. And so I think if someone is is feeling those things that they need to take those steps, they need to step back and, and kind of whether it's the sets, the reps, or taking one of the examples that we had talked about in the, and taking that deload, and also making sure you're, you're, you might need to change your program, you might need to change your mindset, you gotta have yes. fun. Like when Jordan said, like sometimes our deload is we go get together and we'll just have a road out workout. Like it's because that's fun for us. It's something where maybe we don't do it all the time because we will, again, same thing, we'll kind of get burned out because we both like yeah. doing different type of athletic movements. But sometimes we just will text each other and say, hey, let's go get this kind of workout because we want to just go have fun. Like It should be enjoyable. And and, and we'll okay. talk about diet another time, but I think it's the same thing with that. You have to enjoy what you're doing. It has to be specific to what your goal is. And I think that's what people are able to adhere to.
0: And I think when you're hitting, like if you find yourself like, you're hearing one of these cues and these signs that we're talking about, and you're like, dude, that's where I'm at. Yeah. You know, I think that's a good time for you just to stop for a second, take that step back. Heck yeah. Yep. and and evaluate you know evaluate your situation, and, and what you're doing. Go ahead and scoot forward just a little bit there. The sun's kind of blurring out. Yeah, sun has
1: just sh- that sun has just shifted
0: it's and, a lot. Uh, I'll scoot over <laughs> for you. And so you know take that step back, and and really think about hey do do I do I need one of these things? Do I need mm-hmm. a deload week, a rest week, some active recovery? Um, super important for for. Um, for, for seasoned athletes, yeah, uh, if you're getting ready for any type of goal date, whether triathlon, marathon, powerlifting, knee-crossing competition, those are essential for you to, to perform at your absolute peak. Yeah, at absolutely. Peak. And so if you're unfamiliar with that, definitely something you need to research or reach out to a professional for. Yeah. Um, but just even for mentality progress, yeah, huge, huge gain to do. Mm-hmm. And not only in your training, but Really in life.
1: I would say, yeah, I think it applies over to life, too. I mean, we always try to uh, apply what we're talking about to life um, and how it can be applicable to us. And I think um, we all get busy in life. You know, you get job, out. yes, you know, maybe a side business um, or two businesses, whatever it is. Uh, you, you just get busy with life, kids and job and, you know, family events and, and relationships. relationships and all that stuff. And you just get busy. And so sometimes, yeah, we may need to take a step back and take that deload in life. And I'm not saying take a break from life because I think people may have misunderstood that. I'm saying assess what your schedule is and how can you have some time to take that step back so you don't get uh, physically and mentally drained with with life.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we like to give tangible things. We gave you the tangible things in the training aspects of deloading that Decrease in weight, decrease in sets, yep. a change in reps, yep. um, even a you know, I didn't talk about would be a change in rest period. Yeah, um, and a change in workout. So we yeah. gave you those five things. Mm-hmm. Now let's give a tangible, some tangible reasons on. Hey, h- how do you take a deload? Deload week. How do you deload your life? Right. I think, and you know me,
1: I I'm big on on writing everything down. So I think what would help people um, is get a piece of paper, write out Monday through Sunday, okay. and write out everything that you're doing. It can be a calendar book too, it doesn't really matter, but write everything you're doing on Monday, everything you do on Tuesday, and, and look at it. And then ask yourself if there's something that you can temporarily step back from, and then come back to. You know, maybe it's, uh, I don't know, maybe there's a, some, a softball game where Yes, it's something that you do enjoy, but right now you've got so many other things going on that maybe stepping back from that softball game the next week gives you an extra hour or a couple hours with the family. Yes, you know what I mean? need finding some of those things where you can actually step back and say, okay, like I have a lot of things and I'm guilty of this myself. Like I'll put a lot of things on my plate and I'll have to step back and be like, okay, I have got these commitments that I need to stick with. I cannot let these go. But there's a couple things here where I could probably move them around mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, I can come back to them and it'll be fine. It's kind of that, I don't know if you've ever seen the old adage or seen a video, there's, you know, the two vases and they have the sand, the little big pile of sand, the pile of little rocks and the pile of big rocks. Yeah. So the pile of big rocks is the analogy for all the important things in your life. Yeah, absolutely. The, you know, the little pebbles are those things that, you know, they're kind of important to us. And then all the sand, it's just, just it's all the things in life. Right. Yeah. And depending on how you prioritize and put those in each vase, yeah. Determines on what actually fits. If you pour all that sand in first, which is all just the random little things in life, hollowed yep. up by the you know, the smaller rocks, then you try to put the big rocks, which is the analogy of all the important mm-hmm. stuff, yep. they don't fit. No. They well actually not. overflow. You can't fit them all in the vase. Yeah. Versus if you take that same vase same rocks, everything, you put your prioritized rocks in first those important things in your life, followed by, you know, some all, all of the middle ones, followed by all the sand, everything fits. It does, yes. But, and what that analogy means is just, it's that prioritized factor. So, you know, Austin mentioned as that tangible thing, you know, is sit down and actually write down all the things you're doing. You might actually have way more time in your week mm-hmm. than, you, than you really, Think in your head, yes. so that will help you de-stress. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you know, secondly, I think a big thing is to really change up what you're doing in some of those things. Yeah. If you if you know you like to go out, go home every night and just watch Netflix, and, yeah. and but you're not feeling a change, you're stressed about stuff. Maybe you know that week. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna go on a walk. Every yeah. Night, I'm going to yep. go to the park. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach out to a friend. So I think the tangible thing, number two, would be to actually change up your week. Yes. Get out of that rut. You know, in yep. season five, we had opened up our season with the difference between a rut and a regiment. Yep. So a rug, a regiment, you know, we talk in training, is very, very scheduled it is. and set in stone, but it changes. It does. It changes frequently. over time very frequently. Where a rut, it's, it's always the same. You're in mm-hmm. it. Yep. And so. I think you know that number two is changing up that schedule and realizing the difference between a rut and a, and a regiment.
1: And I think I have, a, when you were saying that, a, a third one as well is in life, and this is very hard, I understand that, because again, I'm just going to admit, I struggle with it. Ask for help. Oh, dude, huge. Ask for help. Meaning, if you write out the schedule, and then you ask yourself if you're in a rut or a regiment, and if you have a few answers to those, and you then ask for help. If, is there something, again, like we talked about earlier, is there something that you can maybe cut down on? Or is there something that you can ask help? Maybe it's from your significant other, it's your friend, a loved one, that they can maybe help you as well. Your again, manager,
0: boss, Again, yeah, even
1: if it's temporarily, just so it allows you just to take a couple steps back. I think that was huge. And, and, and then then you can come back to it. You know what I mean? I think that's a big thing. I think we- We uh, tend always want to always wanna do it all ourselves. Yeah, I, I especially, you know, Jordan and I, I think both are frequent like that. We both have the, the hard work, uh, grit mindset. And sometimes it is hard to ask for help. It's, I mean, even if we ask each other for help, we kind of have awkward texts when we're trying to ask each other for <laughs> help. But it's just because we both want to just, we're both so goal driven that like we, we, we individually yeah. want
0: to c- complete that. But sometimes it's kind of like, we're actually hurting ourselves. Yeah. Because we're getting less done. Yep. Um, which is which is taking away from our, our own personal time to develop and increase other areas that we want to better ourselves in mm-hmm. and it's going to go the same for you if you're if you truly do need help and you're realizing that but you just can't ask yeah you no know, i think that's going to help you deload your 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 life yeah as well um, and it, it might be a temporary thing it's not necessarily it has to be a forever it does but uh you know that help on a project or two or that week whatever it is can really help deload that your life in order to get some other things done which can drop that stress level so much. Oh, tremendous. So, absolutely. I think those are three great tangible things we talked about for. Yeah, man, I think those are
1: three great examples of how you can tangibly deload your life and then we also had five great examples of how to deload your training regimen. So, I think I think we've gotten quite a bit for
0: people to to take away from this. Yeah, now you just have to go practice those examples right and apply them to your life and really apply them i mean we don't just uh
1: we're not just trying to say things to say things here like we want people to apply them like reach out to us tell us how you're applying we want to know if you're really doing it yeah
0: yeah email us yeah either
1: Either one of us if you need help
0: if you need suggestions we're more than happy to look at what you're doing yeah and try to help that's what we're here for that's what we're here to do so have a great one thanks guys Thanks for tuning in to today's episode, everybody. We hoped you liked it. Hey, if you didn't know, on our members section at run2gun.com, you can jump on there and join our members section and have free daily training along with over 250 example tutorial videos and consistently growing And to one-up that, we are actually doing monthly giveaways now, where if you're a member, you are automatically entered in to win. In the month of September, we are giving away five bags of No Limit Coffee Company's new coffee. It's pretty phenomenal. I'm kind of a coffee snob and can't drink a lot of coffees just because of bitter aftertaste or just a nasty bite. This coffee is so good. It is the first coffee that I've ever drank and I can drink it black. So it's pretty cool. We're going to give away five of those to our Run2Gun members. Our member section has been blowing up over the summer and it's something that we're really focusing on and want to grow. So if you are not a member, you can jump onto run2gun.com, click on the packages section and sign up for free if you use the coupon code RUN2GUNFREE. So enjoy that, take advantage of it, and share it with your friends. Thanks, everybody.